0: It's called No House Advantage, No House Advantage, No House Advantage, No House Advantage. Tournament-style prop games. Promo code UNDERWORLD. Get you the $25 instant deposit match. Promo code UNDERWORLD. There's no house advantage. why are we here i'm looking at 75 people in the chat already just waiting for me to go come on stage for what 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 is the purpose what are we even doing here does anyone have any idea why we're here cody's in the chat everyone can someone explain this to me what are we doing does anyone have anyone they want to pick up on the waiver wire this is ridiculous This is not anything that we need to be paying attention to. Why is anyone listening to this? This should be skipped. This is the first podcast in the history of podcasts where the host is saying actively, ignore what I'm about to say. Don't bother listening. It's a waste of your time. Why are you even paying attention to the waiver wire this week? Are you really debating whether or not to pick up Daryl Williams versus Eno Benjamin? Do you really think that that's going to be the thing that, that makes the difference with your, your team? Like, hey, guys, so here's the thing. that My team was just okay, and then I picked up Daryl Williams on the Cardinals after week two, and you know what? Everything changed. Everything. Now it's, a t- it's totally different. Or who the hell is in this audience managing a team where Garrett Wilson is still available. I mean, really? I mean, maybe that's what we should talk about in the chat. Anyone in this audience, go to their waiver wire, go to the available wide receivers and see the name Garrett Wilson. If you see the name Garrett Wilson, I would highly recommend you join a more challenging fantasy league, but we're going to talk about it. I mean, he's available in well over 50% of Yahoo leagues and other leagues on sleeper. Uh, We love Sleeper. By the way, the cool thing about Sleeper is, so I have the Sleeper app, and when I'm setting my lineup, there's a little dollar sign. And not only that, next to every player, or not every player, but most players, where there are available props, they have these over-under games, and then you can see, if you have like a, a, a decision to make, whether or not to start player X or player Y, your first priority is to go to our weekly rankings. Right? So... Dario has been absolutely killing it in the weekly rankings. Sometimes he'll recommend starting someone like Christian Kirk, and I'll be like, really, Christian Kirk this week? Really, Dario? Really? And then based on the rankings where he has Christian Kirk projected based on the game script. So we back out the game total and the implied points for every team, then we distribute the targets and the yards per reception and the touchdown rate, and then that's how we create these projections. And when you're the number one and you're going to be projected to either be in a shootout or garbage time, and you're Christian Kirk. You're, you're probably going to be projected for more fantasy points than most people are accustomed to because for so many years, Christian Kirk was the number two or number three receiver in Arizona. And so now is the number one. Everything changes. Billy talked about this on the Dominator show. And so you go to the weekly rankings, you're like, okay, I'm going to start Christian Kirk, or, or last week, I'm going to start Doolin. Right, you started. I started dueling in a bunch of leagues because Dario's like, "Hey, we got a, I think we got a green light dueling here." And then you could see with the over unders. Oh damn, the over under on sleeper on dueling's too low. Right, you can see sometimes if it's close. Like let's say that Dario has two receivers projected for like forty one and forty two. You can go to the sleeper app and you can see their over under projection. And if one guy's projected for like ten more yards by the marketplace right by the the, the, the the fantasy prop game marketplace has a receiver who's projected to put up 10 additional receiving yards, well, then right there, that's your cue to go ahead and play that guy to, to, to break ties. So sleepers posting the yardage over under right there when you're setting your lineup, which is super helpful. And then you can hit the dollar sign. You type in promo code UNDERWORLD and you get $100.00 instant deposit match. So it's 100% dollar for dollar up to 100 bucks on Sleeper. Promo code UNDERWORLD and you can participate in their prop games. And it's just a new thing. And you can say so you have a player and you think, okay, Christian Kirk's going to go over based on Dario's rankings and his projections. So there's Christian Kirk in my lineup. I hit the dollar sign then I also take him over on Sleeper. It's that, I mean, think about how easy that is. I mean, thank God now that it's all super integrated. That's the cool thing about Sleeper is they integrate the user experience like none other, so that's why we love Sleeper. Promo code Underworld get you that instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. At no point am I going to be wondering, oh, oh, wow, maybe I should be starting uh, Brandon Bolden, right? I'm looking at who's available on the waiver wire, and it's like, listen, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Of course, you already have Garrett Wilson. You picked him up last week if he was available. Last week, we, we told everyone to pile into Curtis Samuel because he is this year's Debo Samuel. It's it's the Samuel principle. The guy tears his groin one year, and he becomes a wide receiver one in fantasy the next year. It's the Samuel principle. So now Samuel's well over 50% owned. You can't get him. Most leagues don't have Garrett Wilson. If he is available, I would say put a fab bid of at least 15%. We never go over 15%. Even if you, if you go back in time... When T. Higgins was on the waiver wire, and when he was a rookie, and Michael Pittman last year, we were never recommending more than fifteen percent because that's just not where you get your edge. Where you get your edge is at running back. You want to save your your funds so when the, the, the a bell cow running back comes available, it wasn't this week. It just wasn't this week. So we're going to save money again. This exact thing played out last year where there just weren't a lot of great options the first couple of weeks, and then inevitably, we have the injury finder, right? You go to the app store, you see the injury finder, you see the probability of player X, player Y, player Z missing games. And a lot of these running backs are projected by a sophisticated algorithm to miss multiple games this year, a greater than 50% chance. It is going to happen. I promise you it's going to happen. So hold that money back. I mean, that's basically why you're tuning in. You're tuning in so that I can tell you to not do anything, right? That's really, so that's the answer. So I was wondering, because I'm, I was genuinely curious. I'm like, why are 75 people waiting for me? What do they think I'm going to say? What's the point? No, I know why. Because you just want reassurance. This is it. This is this is the reason. You want reassurance that it's okay to spend $0 in fab. Yeah. Okay. You, you want to know, you want reassurance that, no, this isn't the week to put a Daryl Williams burn your number one waiver claim, right? No, you're not burning a number one waiver claim on either Eno Benjamin or Daryl Williams. Now, I prefer Eno Benjamin. So if it's me, like if it's me, I'm picking up Eno Benjamin. I just don't happen to be in leagues where Eno Benjamin's available. Sleeper Bowl, Scott Fish Bowl, all these leagues. I think the Sleeper Bowl is probably the shallowest league that I'm in, but it's 14 teams, so it's not that shallow, right? It's like, eh, there's a lot of guys already rostered. The, uh, uh, big dog bash that is a pretty deep bench it's it's super flex we know how deep the scott fish bowl is you know benjamin was like a mid round pick in the scott fish bowl it's so deep so and then you know the ffwc drafts are like 22 guys you know you saw with when i was drafting with billy those you know benjamins going like round 15 so there's just it's it's not possible but in a relatively shallow league i'm going to put a, a i'll put i'll put 10% i'll dabble i want Eno benjamin I think that Eno you know, Benjamin could be an RB2 in fantasy uh, given the right game situation. The problem is they had the right game situation, right? They were in comeback mode. And who the hell was getting the carries? It wasn't Eno Benjamin. So it's it's very frustrating to have a more talented running back not get the touches, especially when the game situation favors them, right? This is the reason why I'm essentially apoplectic about Chase Edmonds. I'm not as worried about Travis Etienne because the Jaguars have been up for most quarters. I want to see when the Jaguars are down double digits and it's all hurry up offense, you're going to see one of these you know, eight, nine target games for Travis Etienne, potentially multiple touchdowns. And then <sighs> Chase Edmonds, he's the satellite back. And then they're in comeback mode. They're down double digits and he's not... Getting the touches and that is that is that is not good. So we're continuing to explore the reasons why that might be. Are you picking up Raheem Mostert? No, no, you're not picking up Raheem Mostert. Okay, Raheem Mostert had uh, some carries. Okay, and right, he's not going to get the targets, and he's probably in the the next. Think about the next week, right? The next week you're going to see. Chase Edmonds revert back to his 60% opportunity share role. It's just sometimes these coaches ride hot hands, especially if they're familiar with the running back. And then the other thing is, the other reason why you know we might get bailed out with Chase Edmonds is that when I'm looking at the injury finder, who has the highest probability of getting hurt, oh, it's Raheem Mostert. So why am I going to bid up on Raheem Mostert just to watch him get hurt the next week? So I am not interested in Raheem Mostert. The primary back is still Chase Edmonds until further notice. And it's it's, it's a shockingly similar situation where Eno Benjamin is going to operate as the Chase Edmonds in Arizona and Williams will operate as the Mostert. And I'm not banking on Mostert or Williams breaking away for a touchdown. I know that Williams did it last week, but that's just unlikely. These teams pass so much it's just as likely that Edmonds or Eno Benjamin will catch a screen pass and go for a touchdown from like the 18-yard line. So just trust the process. Know that the better pass catcher is going to ultimately put up more PPR points. If you're going to be bidding or putting a claim in on either Benjamin or Williams, I would lean Benjamin. Benjamin also had the same number of of carries. That's good. At least he had the same number of carries as Williams. Mostert, dirt, unfortunately... Doubled Edmonds carries, but we know that Edmonds has the salary. He has the role that was established in training camp and preseason, the primary back role. He's more established than Eno Benjamin over a longer period of time. So I'm more likely to think that this most sturt 11 carries was just an aberration, and I'm not going to overpay for that. Whereas I do believe that assuming Connor doesn't play, I don't think Connor's going to play this week. Assume he doesn't play, it likely will be a carry split, 50-50. But Eno's going to be more involved in the passing game, and that's the reason why I would put twice as much fab, 10% on Benjamin versus 5% on Williams. And then I would just slap myself in the face, right? I would just I would just take whatever, like a glove. I wish I had like a, a golf glove, right? Because that's really what you need to be doing. If you're, real, if you're putting a bid down in crossing your fingers to get Darrell Williams, you might as well just slap yourself in the face. Didn't we do this? Didn't we do the face? Didn't we do it? Ow! God damn it, that hurt. I God, it always surprises me when I slap my own face. So we did this already, right? But I wish it wouldn't hurt as much if I had a golf glove, right? That would be nice. I don't really have... I, don't have... I just have this bandana from last week. I don't know if this will do anything. Let's see if this does anything. Let's, let's get back for the microphone for a moment here. No. See, that's nothing. It needs to be leather. It needs to be, or at least the, the faux leather of a golf glove. Let's see if I can do it harder. Let's see if I do it harder. If I slap myself with this bandana harder, let's see if it does anything. Oh, God. I'm, I'm wincing here. Oh, God. Nothing. Nothing. Not feeling anything. That's really what you need to do. Find a golf glove and uh, slap yourself in the face. Oh, Mansion Lifestyle Hack. Why not? Mansion Lifestyle Hack. Brought to you by BetMGM. <laughs> right? Promo code Underworld. You can get the best possible offer on, at BetMGM. BetMGM, uh, BetRivers, these are all now uh, sponsors of Player Profiler. Most of the sports books now are coming in with sponsors of Player Profiler because the show's so popular. So thank you to all these sports books. I just really like BetMGM. And so you go to BetMGM promo code Underworld. You get their best possible offer in all states where they have BetMGM. So that's a lifestyle hack brought to you by ben MGM. I have a fire pit, and I like to wear gloves to get in there and move the. I'm, I'm a very I'm a, perfect, you know, so a perfectionist about the the logs, right? I want to have. You need to have the perfect teepee, right? You have to build that triangle effect, right? That's so that all the oxygen, you can maximize the oxygen and it doesn't suffocate the fire. So you need to create the, the triangular, right? The A frame, you have multiple A frames of logs within your, your, your fire pit. That's how you can get a fire going pretty quick, pretty quickly. Um, and so I, I like to get in there with gloves and and arrange. And then they, and then as they start burning, they, they shift around. So, I actually purchased, this was a great purchase, great lifestyle hack, for anyone that likes fires, welding gloves. You get these durable welding gloves. Oh, they're amazing. You got to get these welding gloves. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, if I could slap myself with one of my my bonfire welding gloves, that would be the right punishment for having drafted a team so bad that now it's like desperation heave to Daryl Williams. Okay? Now, if there is... A, a injury or injury replacement that is relevant that that you, you should not be beating yourself up about you should not be slapping yourself in the face with a welding glove about it's this Trey Lance I think Trey Lance was on his way to a big breakout game I know he was I know he was and he got hurt at the worst possible time we will never know we will never know how right we would have been about Trey Lance and so now officially we're wrong about Trey Lance because he's not going to score any more fantasy points this year So some of us have Trey Lance in single quarterback leagues. And then you're going to the, you're going to the waiver wire. And if Jared Goff is available, pounce because of the weapons, St. Brown, Chark, Hawkinson, Swift, Reynolds, you love it. you love it. Let ride the weapons, go get Goff and ride the weapons. Okay. If Goff is not available, Mariota. So I have a lot of questions that I've seen in, in our Discord. By the way, our Discord is absolutely on fire. I've been loving the Discord. I put the show sheets in the Discord. I'm in there constantly. We have a whole staff chat where I yell at people like I was yelling at Dario today. Where's the season rankings? We need to update the season rankings so that people know where we have these running backs ranked and they can you know make some of their waiver wire decisions based on that and the waiver-wired show. And the FAB guidance we put on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash podfather. I put the exact FAB percentages for all these players right there up there on Patreon. Uh, but we have a, a read-only staff chat where now I just chat to everybody. I'm like, hey, Cody, where are we at with the offensive line rankings? Those are coming out soon. Hey, Daria, where are we at with the season rankings? And, you know, just, we, we talk about, hey, you know, this player page is broken. And, you know, so you, get, you actually get to be a voyeur and see the inner workings of Player profile. It's it's a lot like on a plane. I don't know if some of you know, this might be another mansion lifestyle hack for some of you that might not know this. When you plug your headphones into the chair in a plane, like channel zero or channel one or whatever that is, either the last or the first channel is air traffic control. And so you, could, you can hear the pilot talking to air traffic control. It's really cool. You can voyeur, listen in surreptitiously on the the behind the scenes of flying the plane well that's what we have on discord behind the scenes of all the communications in in the chat now there are certain private communications that we get that have like you know security reasons like passwords or whatever you know encryption might be in play or something but other than that unless there's like passwords or encryption we're putting our staff communications up in the discord and on every player page, there's now a button to join the Discord. Ba-boom. Ba-boom, boom, boom. So we're, we're you know, Frank and, and company, they're rolling out new products, new features every week. It's going to be great. We're going to have the, the player prop yardage uh, and uh, you know, over under touchdowns, over under receptions up on the, in the next game block this week. So we're just constantly adding more and more new things. And so one of those, the the questions on on, on Discord that I saw, which was, okay, I lost Trey Lance. Do I go Mariota or do I go Jimmy G? Now, this is a very interesting question. If you're following the Jared Goff principle, then you would just pick up Jimmy G because weapons, right? Because, oh, he's going to dump it off to Debo and he's going to run for 60 yards or he's going to throw deep to Ayuk and he's going to get Kittle back and it's going to be great. Here's the problem. Jimmy G doesn't score many fantasy points. And one of the reasons why is that they play slow and they play conservative. So Shanahan likes to play slow and kick. Dan Campbell, right? Dan Campbell looks like a meathead. Dan Campbell looks like he plays slow and kicks and he does the exact opposite. Like you can't pick up that kicker, the Detroit kicker in the Scott Fish Bowl. They don't kick just like the Chargers don't kick. Everyone knows this. So what are you picking up the kicker for? doesn't make sense. That's good for golf, right? Fast. And then when it's fourth and three, they're going for it. And those are touchdowns that Jimmy G will never see. So I th- it's close, but Mariota overrides the, the mobility of Mariota and the fact that he does have weapons in London, who's now looking like a premium weapon, and Pitts, who is going gonna to have weeks. Those, And don't forget about those. those there will be more screen passes to quarterall Patterson which is like a Debo. So the weaponry is good enough in Atlanta that now with the mobility of Mariota, I'd rather have Mariota over Jimmy G. If you're making that decision, go Mariota. And it's close between Mariota and Goff, but because of the up-tempo nature of the Detroit offense and how aggressive they are and the weaponry, I lean Goff. But it's close. It's very close. Normally, we don't talk a lot about quarterback, but I think this would be the reason why to tune in. I think we're discovering together Why the hell people are tuning in? It's because, like me, you lost Trey Lance. And we're never going to know if we were right or not, right? We'll never know. You know, maybe some might say we we were bailed out by the injury. That that we probably should have had to to eat it with Trey Lance. And now we can just say, oh, well, he had that game in the monsoon. And then he started strong. And and then he got injured. And that's it. We were right all along. He was going to be Jalen Hurts. Discount Jalen Hurts. I think it was a better pick to go Hertz a couple rounds earlier than Lance, in hindsight. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FFWC, I have three, four quarterbacks that we drafted pretty much equally. Two, 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 two. I've about eight teams. Two Lamar, two Hertz, two Kyler, two Lance. Unfortunately, uh, the Lance is in the uh, the main event, so... Ah, jeez, you know? Mm, mm. But we did, we followed the rule. Mobile quarterback first, mobility first. And Kyler, uh, he's getting the most out of the least, right? So Kyler's a, a screaming buy low. We talked about this in the Top 10 Takeaway show. Screaming buy low. Kyler Murray, oh baby, oh baby. So it's possible that if you lost Lance, you might also trade for Kyler Murray. That might be a move. Someone might have two quarterbacks, and one of them's Kyler Murray and another one's, I don't know. Car cousins, someone that's Wentz, it's the person with 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 Murray. Maybe picked up Wentz last week, and now they're convinced Wentz is the guy. You could be like, hey, I'll trade you a bench player that's good. You know, I'll, I'll trade you Elijah Moore, right, for Kyler Murray, and they might do it. They might do it. They might do it. Based on what I'm seeing on the injury finder, this ankle injury for James Connors, not the last injury we're going to see from James Conner. That's the big reason why. It's I know he's it's minor. Right? But I, I want to be more aggressive with Eno in particular because I don't think this is the end of the uh, uh, string of injuries that will befall James Conner. He's been injured a lot in his career. He runs to contact, and it's, 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 it's not the end of it. Now, I mentioned quarterall Patterson earlier. The sneaky ad this week, the sneaky ad is Tyler Algier. He's available in shallow leagues, deep leagues, and split, split the carries. Split the carries down the middle. So he's a rookie running back. And a lot of these other rookie running backs that were day three picks, Keontae Ingram, Zamir White, they're getting no run. They're getting one carry. They're game day inactives. Algier's getting half the carries. That's huge. Pacheco's not doing that. Who's doing that? The Atlanta offense is better than advertised. You have the Alfred Morris corollary with Marcus Mariota. You have the fact that Cordell Patterson is more of a slasher. More of a, a, a just a, a, an offensive weapon than a true running back. So Tyler Algier is my sneaky pickup of the week. I'm gonna put at least 5% of my budget on him just based on those 10 carries. I want Tyler Algier. There's no one else. It's not like, oh, Damian Williams might be back soon from the ribs. He's on the IR and it's Damian Williams. Get out of here. Tyler Algier has one good game, one good game. Suddenly he's David Montgomery. Just throwing that out there. Like one, one big run. And we know he's a quality pass catcher. He's an all-purpose back. So, again, of course this is why you tuned in. I can't believe that I doubted that this would be a good show. I was so distraught that I took an extra 10 minutes to put together the show sheet. And I was like, I got to find something for the people. When I'm digging deep, I was digging so deep before the show. I delayed it. I was like, we got to find something for the people. Meanwhile, I'm like, well... Go bid up Eno Benjamin within reason and and go stash a bunch of Falcons. Go stash your Mariota and and stash your your Algier. You're going to play Mariota. You're going to stash Algier. Hell yeah. If Jalen Warren is still available, stash him. Remember, Najee Harris has a foot injury that may resurface. And Jalen Warren is the clear number two. Also, something interesting in the box score. Now, I know that Brandon Bolden didn't play, and in very deep leagues, I'm actually picking up Brandon Bolden. He's been dropped, and I'm picking him back up because it was a hamstring injury, and I'm thinking he will be back this week. So I like a little Brandon Bolden in very deep leagues. If you There are some leagues where I, we start three running backs, and it's deep, and I need all the help I can get. Brandon Bolden's going to be back, but Zamir White with the carry had the one carry. It was just one carry, but it showed that it's going to be him, not Amir Abdullah. And my 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 sense is, as these weeks play out, it's not going to be Brandon Bolden either. That Josh Jacobs also runs to contact. Josh Jacobs another a trade candidate. I would like to to go trade for Josh Jacobs where possible. It's like I'm trying to trade for David Montgomery. These old dusty running backs that are getting all the touches and they're playing well. They're just not getting the touchdowns. I'll take them. Zamir White with that one carry. It was Josh Jacobs like 19 carries. Zamir White one. So Josh Jacobs getting 95% of the carries. Wow, right? Normally we celebrate that, but it's Josh Jacobs. So it's like, <gasps> but Zamir White, I was like, okay, that that's handcuff appeal in a prolific offense. Stash Zamir White in deep leagues. In the very deepest leagues, you're stashing Jonathan Ward. He is the number three. He's the new number three in, in Arizona. He's going to be active on game day. He's a guy. There's nothing else to say. He is a guy, but he is a guy on a team. And he's going to be active. And then a wide receiver, we talked about Garrett Wilson. Max out your your wide receiver bidding if he's available. 15% is the absolute max. He could be a monster, but the target competition is quality. Corey Davis looks good. Corey Davis is earning targets. We know that Elijah Moore is good. There's going to be weeks where Elijah Moore commands more targets than Garrett Wilson. And Joe Flacco can't throw 60 passes a game. Eventually, they're going to run into... Some difficult defenses, the Buffaloes and the New Englands. They face the Bengals this week. The Bengals are a more challenging defense. So I'm not over the moon in seasonal leagues for Garrett Wilson, though if he is available, of course I'm bidding the max for a wide receiver that we would ever allow, 15%. The problem is Jacoby Myers got 13 targets, and he's available in those same leagues that Garrett Wilson's available, and he's like a discount Jerry Judy. He's going to have a more consistent target share. I just don't know if the Patriots will be a better offense. It's possible the Jets are a better offense. Let me know in the chat. What do you think is a better offense? Chat, let me know. Jets or Patriots? I can't believe I'm saying this. As a Patriots fan, this hurts me to say this. I don't know. It's crazy. I'm also seeing Nico Collins available in a lot of leagues. He got dropped, and the thing is, just had that muted week two performance. You know, 50 yards, no big deal. Nine targets. They're going to have weeks. They play the Chargers week four. You want to get Nico now before they play the Chargers week four. I would say bid half of what you, whatever you would bid on Jacoby Myers, half of that, right? So take what you would bid on Garrett Wilson, half of that on Myers, and then half of that on Collins. How about that? And then a little bit less. I think I would rather have Nico Collins than Ashton Doolin, but it's close. Ashton Doolin has earned the number two wide receiver job in Indianapolis. So... He and Nico Collins are about equivalent, right? Why not? Why not? The Colts play the Chiefs this week, and there's no guarantee it's a quad injury. Most quad injuries are multiple-week injuries. We'll see if Pittman comes back. Even if Pittman comes back, why the hell would you play Paris Campbell over Ashton Doolittle? I know they will play Campbell over him, and his snap share is going to come down, and he'll be... Uh, relegated and only see like three or four targets, and I'll have to he'll have to go boom, have to get a long touchdown. I I, I know the drill. I know what's going to happen. But stash dueling just in case. Follow those injury reports closely. In very deep leagues, Richie James. Richie James is all they have. Richie James is fast, and he's all they have. He's all they have with the Giants. Kenny Galladay's checked out. He's emotionally checked out. Kadarius Tony is a mess. He's a mess. He's he's undisciplined. He's Unhealthy. He he can't get his body right. He's his he's not technically sound. Wandale Robinson's hurt. Sterling Shepherd's coming back from a torn Achilles, so he's not hundred percent. Don't love it. Don't 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 love this situation. It hurts me because you know, we we were we we're fans of Daniel Jones. We we're like, hey, Daniel Jones in a better offense this year, upgrades all around the board, why not? And then all those upgrades just vanish. Now we're back to Richie James. So sorry, Giants fans. I know you're 2-0, but Richie James is going to be a problem this year. But I'm still picking him up, right? Multiple percentage bids, like 2 3% fab bids in deep, deep leagues. I'm trying to get Richie James to fill gaps in these deep leagues. One-week streamer who's going to be widely available. He'll be dropped. He's going to be a great streamer this week. KJ Osborne. Watch Casey one get dropped. He's going to be dropped all over the place. They played Detroit. It's going to be a total shootout. It's going to be a game that we focus on in DFS. If it's on the main slate, I should know that. Whether or not, How do I not know if that's on the main slate? Shame on me. Shame on me. I haven't familiarized myself 100% with the main slate. Oh, baby, it's a 1 o'clock game. It's on the main slate. You better believe it. You better believe we're going to be... Oh, that game. It's already got a 53.5 point total. I knew it. Like, I, I was going to guess 53.5. I was going to guess that. should be 55, not 53.5. Love that game. Love that game. Love that game. And it's like, I have these buzzards like, you recommended Chark last week, and he did zero points. It's like, uh, yeah, okay. And it was the right game. It was the right process. The problem is that so many of these teams now are playing these shell coverages, and they're just funneling targets underneath. And they're saying, we're going to make Cooper Cup beat us. We're going to make St. Brown beat us. We're going to make Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel beat us. And that's what's happening. These slot receivers are beating them. That's what's happening. Why do you think Jacoby Myers got 13 targets? Shell coverage. No man coverage. When it's a shell, Chark has a hard time breaking that shell. Because basically, he's running into double teams almost most plays. Which is why he's not getting targets. And when he does get targets, it's incomplete. I didn't know. I didn't know what. Zone versus man rate they would play, but it's something we got to pay attention to. got to pay close attention to this. And uh, the more zone, the less you want to play these X receivers. But in most cases, you get a got a big play receiver like DJ Chark, Shark Chark, going up against a Vikings team or any team where the total is like 55, 52, 53, 54, 55. Chark is good value, right? Zay Jones was good value last week. They didn't fire. And so, yeah, you're going to send me an email yelling at me that I, I I said, hey, these guys are strong plays for all the right reasons. And they don't always fire because of defensive game plan or because of game flow. It's football. It's football. Play that game, right? On the, the roto Grinder show, we just recommended skinny stacking all the different combinations, right? That's what it was all about last week. Just skinny stacking. You know, you want St. Brown and Gibson. You want uh, Swift and... Samuel, whatever it is, you just you wanted to, to all the combinations you could find. Skinny stack up, up and down the board, and and we did that, and it was successful. So the one guy that didn't really deliver, other than Ter McLaurin, was DJ Char. Sorry, well, and Swift, right? You, you know, Swift disappointed me last week. Podfather, you recommended him. Okay, right? Okay, I'm to recommend the, the Chalk plays every week. Is that what you want? Is it, okay? But it's not a Chalk of the Week. It's the plays of the week. The value plays of the week. Deal with it. KJ Osborne. Stream him. Play him this week. Stash Michael Gallup. Stash Rondale Moore. They'll be back soon. Next couple weeks. I mean, Jalen Tolbert's no threat to Michael Gallup, right? So he's going to slide right back in. Uh, Cooper Rush playing better. Dak will be back in a few weeks. Maybe. Hopefully. At some point. So stash Michael Gallup now. What are you using that roster spot for, right? Don't, don't, Don't pick up. Don't use that roster spot. On, on on some wide receiver you're never going to play or some fringe running back that is, is maybe, maybe the third option, second option, maybe in the best-case scenario world, stash Michael Gallup. Rondell Moore is in a race to get back with DeAndre Hopkins. That's my issue. So that was another question on Discord. By the way, our Discord's popping. Okay, did I mention that? So you definitely want to stash Michael Gallup Over Rondale Moore. So that was the question on Discord. The answer was clear. It's Gallup. He's gonna have a he's gonna have a nice role. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but see, CeeDee Lamb doesn't look good. CeeDee Lamb looks like a fake alpha. I'm not saying he is yet, but the clock is ticking, right? The clock I don't have a watch on. The clock is ticking though. Oof. Deep tight end options, Robert Tunyon the law of the conservation of targets. If I have to pick between two guys coming back from ACL tears, Logan Thomas and Robert Tunyon, I'm actually going to go Tunyon because it's just Lazard, right? Uh, Sammy Watkins. Tunyon just comes back in week two, just gets two targets. He's working his way back from the torn ACL by week four or five. He's going to be back into the, uh, you know, into his uh, rhythm and confident in the knee. So, I think Robert Tunyon's going to have a a, a tight end one second half. So I think now would be the time to start stashing him because one of these weeks he's going to go and and put up two touchdowns and then you won't get him. So now would be the time to get Robert Tunyon. Hayden Hurst, 15 targets through two weeks. Hayden Hurst is uh, commanding targets out there. And the Bengals schedule only gets easier. So trade for Kyler Murray, trade for Joe Burrow. And if you're going to trade for Joe Burrow, you might as well pick up Hayden Hurst. And deep, deep leagues. Jawan Johnson has a wide receiver background. He's now the starter in what I think is going to be a, a bit more prolific offense than before. They struggled because this Bucks defense has finally come to Jesus and they stopped playing all this man coverage. Thank God, right? You remember that game against the Rams where they had it. Tom Brady thought they might have it. And then what did they do? They went <laughs> cover zero They brought the house. Cup is wide open for a 30-yard gain after 30-yard gain. And the game's over. It's like, just fall back into a shell. And keep. this is something that we do in high school. And somehow these professional teams are panicking. And they're they're calling these these crazy blitzes with man coverage behind them. And Tom Brady's like, what's going on? So I think Tom Brady, my, my suspicion is that one of the... One of the requirements from Tom Brady, a prerequisite to come back, was that they fix the defensive play calling, and they stopped calling all this man coverage, they stopped calling all these blitzes, and you saw it confused Jameis Winston, they kept falling back into a shell, it wasn't the typical Bucks defense he was used to, and that confused him, because he's used to playing against that Bucks defense, super ferocious, super aggressive, they were less aggressive, but in being less aggressive, they coached three interceptions out of him, which was interesting. And we'll have Dwayne McFarlane on the Mind of Mansion show. We'll talk about this, this new trend in the NFL, more shell coverage. I don't think that it's the back injury that's holding Jameis Winston back. They can shoot that up. I think he's he's fine on game day. I just think it was the Bucks defense. They've figured it out in Tampa. Jameis Winston with all these weapons Thomas, <laughs> Olave, Landry, and now Jawan Johnson. Jawan Johnson's interesting in the context of this offense as a cog. In the Saints' offense, I like Jawan Johnson, and uh, yeah. See, this is this was the problem. This was the see. This was it. This was what happened. Is I, I was going through everyone that we could potentially pick up on the waiver wire. I was so underwhelmed because I got to the end and it was Jawan Johnson. So those are your options this week. I'm sorry. In a history of podcasts where the host is saying actively, ignore what I'm about to say. Don't bother listening. It's a waste of your time. Why are you even paying attention to the waiver wire this week? Are you really debating whether or not to pick up Daryl Williams versus Eno Benjamin? Do you really think that that's going to be the thing that, that makes the difference with your, your team? You might as well just slap yourself in the face. Didn't we do this? Didn't we do the face? Didn't we do Ow! God damn it, that hurt. I God, it always surprises me when I slap my own face. We did this already, right? But I wish it wouldn't hurt as much if I had a golf glove, right? Uh, that would be nice. I don't really have... I just have this bandana from last week. I don't know if this will do anything. Let's see if this does anything. Let's, let's get back for the microphone for a moment here. No. See, that's nothing. It needs to be leather. It needs to be, or at least the, the faux leather of a golf glove, Let's see if I can do it harder. Let's see if I do it harder. If I slap myself with this bandana harder, let's see if it does anything. Oh God, I'm wincing here. Oh, nothing, nothing. Not feeling anything. That's really what you need to do. Find a golf glove and uh, slap yourself in the face. Jets or Patriots? I can't believe I'm saying this. As a Patriots fan, it hurts me to say this. I don't know. It's crazy.